Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Monday, the 16th of January. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined this morning by the lovely, cheery face of Stevie Clifford. Good to have you back on, Stevie. Morning, mate. Good morning, everyone. It's uh, It's been a while, unfortunately, not been very well, etc. So it's nice to be back on, especially after such a good result yesterday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And before we talk all things uh, Rangers, folks, uh, just a special word uh, for our sponsor. You can see it on the screen there. It is uh, Seneca. They're the number one uh, hair transplant uh, group in Europe. Their, mis their mission is a simple one to change people's lives and restore their self lost self-confidence. It's their vision to lead their, their hair restoration industry to new heights worldwide and offer the most advanced treatments at an affordable rate. It is the number one hair transplant corporation in Europe due to its elite hair restoration services and innovation techniques. Uh, to date, Seneca has treated over 43,000 uh, hairless sufferers. I think they've directed it, sort of me and you, uh, I think we're their the clientele series. Yes, I'm willing to be 43,001, and this is a real reason why I'm back on, Derek. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, Ian Thompson gets in touch. He says, uh, uh, morning, lads. Can't believe you're, you're punting hair transplants uh, with, with Stevie on. Uh, but as someone mentioned the other day when we had Ali on, uh, I think uh, if Ton Todd Cantwell arrives in the door, uh, Stevie, me and you'll be first up for uh, Ton Todd Cantwell uh, mullets. Um, and, uh, uh, but that's, uh, that's plenty to see. Yeah, let's talk Rangers, Stevie. Good result yesterday. Performance-wise, it was a... Uh, it wasn't the best, but Rangers dug in uh, and got the job done in the end after extra time, falling behind to Aberdeen in the League Cup semi-final at Hamden. Uh, it was a bit of a, a calamitous goal, uh, in all honesty, but uh, Rangers rallied, equalised through Ryan Jack. Uh, Anthony Stewart then uh, received a straight red for uh, a wild lunge on Fashion Sakala. Uh, and Rangers uh, managed to get the winner at the start of extra time. Uh, the two substitutes combining. Uh, Aldo says a bad echo. I'll sort that out in a second. Uh, Scott Wright and uh, Kimar Roof combining. Uh, and that was how it ended 2-1 Rangers. Um, Kimar Roof, of course, had, went hobbled off injured shortly after Stevie. It's been the story of his uh, Rangers career, unfortunately. Uh, but your main takeaways from the game yesterday? First of all, Really pleased to progress to the final. Uh, that's the most important thing. When you get to this stage, then you know you don't want to be in the wrong side of it, which we have been before. So really delighted to have got through. Um, I thought we started well. I thought we had a good opening 15 minutes. Fashion Zakala hits the post with a decent header. And, and we looked bright. And I thought, you know, I was really pleased with how we started. And then we lost our way a wee bit. We started to lose the midfield battle. Graham Shinney, you know, managed to get a couple of tackles in and we fell away. And that became a concern for me. And I thought then we got a wee bit lost and bogged down in the um, performance. We, we we looked a wee bit shaky from a set piece. Um, Stuart had a chance, which he never really took. And then McCrory had a header at the back post and we looked a wee bit wobbly. Then we lost the goal, which was fairly calamitous. So it was really disappointing to lose a goal like that. And then we get to half time. Now, I didn't think we were that great, Derek, in the first half. 15 minutes aside, I was a bit worried about our performance. I thought we needed more. I, um, I said at half time, I wanted to see more from Tillman and I wanted to see more from Sakala. Not because it was critical of their performance, but I felt 
that like Dundee United the week before, if we can free these guys up and get them more maximised on the ball, we could get um, we could get a good return from it. So that was my main concerns at half time. But again, this is my real positives, and I've said this this morning, and I've taken it from the last few weeks as well. The in-game recovery, Derek, is really, really good. And we seem to be able to be playing our way out of things, which maybe we haven't done previously. So it was a great recovery to, to equalise, a really good work goal. Kent and Morelos, their part in it with Ryan Jack was really good. He struck it well. Fortunate deflection. We've then equalised and we've went on to be really solid. And we scored a good goal in extra time. And then we lose our way a wee bit in the second half of extra time. And there's a few typically Rangers moments where it's heart and mouth. But all in all, on that pitch, in that conditions, against Aberdeen, who are always going to be a really difficult, really forceful opponent, I'm really pleased. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It was a, uh, a good display for, from Rangers uh, in the end, getting the, the, the job done. <coughs> Um, lots of comments coming in. Let's get get to a few of them. Um, let us know if the, the, the echo sort of disappeared, folks. Uh, I've uh, removed my uh, microphone, my end. So hopefully that's it. That's it sorted for you all. Uh, Elvis Brown gets in touch. Uh, morning team. What a day yesterday. Only got back home in Warrington uh, at midnight. Uh, good stuff, Elvis. Uh, I'll be heading back uh, a little uh, later on. Uh, Craig Andrews though says uh, in the uh, the final, this conceding horror goals and giving opposition a start is worrying. They can't afford that in the final, Stevie. No, I don't think we can afford to be doing it in any games. To be honest, there's been a worrying trend recently where we've maybe started well and then we've dipped, and the problems that we're causing in games, which. To be fair, we are recovering from, so it's not a, an ultra-critical thing, but we need to stop doing that. We've done it against Celtic. We've done it yesterday. And we need to stop giving teams a goal start. So I think that's something that Michael Beale will look to address. And the, the quality of goals we're giving away um, are worrying in terms of our own mistakes. But at least from that, Derek, we're not necessarily getting sliced apart we're causing these things ourselves. So hopefully we can adjust and we can manage to, to sort those problems ourselves. Yeah. Uh, this comment, that, that uh, in fact, there's loads of comments coming in. I'll, I'll get to a few of them. Really interesting points. Uh, Kev Armstrong says, uh, uh, Stevie, Scott Wright <laughs> turns into Messi uh, when, when playing at hand. And I thought he was really good when he came on. Set up the, the winning goal, of course. Had a few lovely moments at the drop of the shoulder. He was taking out several Aberdeen players at, at times, although uh, I'm sure every Ranger supporter inside Hampton and watching TV uh, were pulling their hair out when you lost possession uh, late in the, the second half of extra time. But for me, that that's what he is. He's, he's an impact player for Rangers. I think he's had numerous opportunities as a, as a starter. I don't necessarily think he's good enough to do that. But bringing it off the bench, especially when the game is stretched like that, uh, Rangers certainly saw the benefit of him. Yeah, he done really well for the goal. He, he shapes up to, to go and then decides to spin round and have a run. Uh, um, I think it was Kennedy that he was marking. He takes him really well. But not only does he take him really well and get to the byline, he finds a pass, which is really important. And it's weighted so well that Kamar Roof just needs to steer it in, which he did. So really pleased for Scott Wright. I'm a big fan of his because I think we can get a lot more out of him. I've, I've consistently said that I like his type of player. 
But it's fair to say as well, Derek, that he hasn't maybe taken his opportunity and his form has really been impacted this season. So we're looking for more of him. But again, like you point out, the last minute, you're looking for him, just knock it down the line, just chase it, use your speed, keep the ball, and we lose it. From there, they play a diagonal forward or a straight ball forward. They keep it in, and then they've got a really good chance, which, to be fair, Alan McGregor pulls off a really good save. So, yeah, it's a difficult moment, and it kind of sums him up perfectly, like you said. But I, I think he is somebody that we can get some more out of, somebody that I like, but he needs to start taking his opportunities. And he did really well for the goal yesterday, so all credit to him. Yeah, he, he, he certainly did. Uh, and uh, Aldo says, uh, morning chaps from a sunny Philippines. Good results. Started good and then had a few chances. Very hard watch. Always nervy. Uh, but we did it. Uh, pretty much sums it up. Uh, Aldo, and good to have your company from uh, sunny Philippines. Uh, Alan says, uh, the two Ryans were brilliant yesterday, even better than the, the two Ronnies. Uh, what do you make of the, the two of them? I thought that the, the two best players on the pitch, uh, Stevie. Yeah, I thought, listen, I thought, the second half last week against Dundee United, Ryan Jack really took the game between his teeth and drove Rangers on. I thought yesterday he'd done the exact same. There was a slight shift in his position in the first half. He was left-sided. He became more central and more controlling yesterday, and I thought he was excellent. And Ryan Kent, listen, everybody knows how I feel about Ryan Kent on this show. I'm a massive fan of his. Um, I think that he is somebody that we really need to tie down. I've, I've never had that. He should, in my opinion, we should go all out, hopefully, to try and keep him. But yesterday shows he's, he's not necessarily had the finishes yesterday, but he popped up centrally quite a few times, Derek, which I liked, and he was able to drive on and get some shots in. So I really enjoyed that from him. And Ryan Kent's capable of that. He, he His form is starting to get back to the trajectory of where we want it to be. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I thought both Ryan's yesterday, especially the second half, the more the game went on, I thought they were both very, very good. And Ryan Jack, listen, if he keeps performing like that, Derek, then question marks surrounding his contract renewal, he's going to answer them himself. So this is what we want. If you want to stay here, you want to earn your contracts, then play like you did yesterday because all credit to him, he had a really good, really strong second half performance. Yeah, where, where do you stand on that, Steve? Because uh, he played the whole. I was quite surprised to see him playing the, the whole match, to, to be honest. Um, but he did do so, and uh, obviously influential, influential in, in starting that that comeback. Uh, where are you now with with, with those contract talks? He, he still has to show a consistent level of performance for you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think that's absolutely fair. I think that if we can get a solid two three months out of Ryan Jack and then reconsider or reevaluate where we are, then um, I'm more than happy to do that. I don't think it's an urgent thing. Scott Arfield said a couple of weeks ago that you need to kind of know your lane as such where you are with regard to contracts. So I would be hopeful that Ryan Jack would be able to understand that we need to see a consistent level of, of kind of um, performance and fitness from him before we commit. Even if it's something like, two or three months of good form and then we go to him with a year extension and then maybe an option. I understand that. And you've got the Scot the Scottish contingent, Derek, as well for European football, which might play a part in it. But I want to fit Ryan Jack. If he can dominate like he did yesterday, then he's such an asset to this team. So all credit to them, both of them, particularly Ryan Jack after everything he's come back from. He is at, mo at the moment very much the 
the star performer in the midfield, which I still insist needs a needs needs a helping hand in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get to some of the more comments that are coming in. Uh, Caroline makes makes a point here, Stevie. Morello still does not look fit. I thought he was okay uh, yesterday. I thought he had some positives, some negatives. Uh, I don't know why he was getting criticised for his header in the first half. I don't. I, I, the only way he can, he can power that is, is the near post. I think the goalkeeper's made a decent save for me. A uh, couple of heavy touches at, at times, but in the main, I thought he linked up well. Had a, a big role in the goal, of course, equalising goal. He set up uh, Jack to, to equalise. Um, thoughts on Morelos? It's clear he's still he's still not one hundred percent, though. Yeah, I think. Listen, I, I think that's obvious. Yeah, I, and I think that's you know it, it's going to be something we critique. But I thought Alfredo Morelos' link up all round effort yesterday was very good. His finishing is where I have issues, Derek. You remember the chance in the first half? We are. I think we're one 0 down at the time, and he, he's on the left hand side, and he's one on one, and he he kind of gets it caught under his feet. I'm looking for that burst. I'm looking for him to get that burst and get that shot away. And this is a problem that we maybe have watching him now. Is he capable of getting that back? That's a big issue we've got. His sharpness around the box with his finishing is maybe not quite there. Yesterday, I did. I generally thought his link up, his all round play was was much better. I thought that he'd done really well for the equaliser. His weight of the pass for Ryan Jack's really important, and he does that very well. So all credit to him for that. But there's there's issues for me. Last week when Dundee United, he, he had a chance, which he was one-on-one -on -one again with. And he's fair enough, look, he's, he's quite a bit out. He tries to lob the shot in. Is he not confident in his own fitness as well or his own sharpness? That's my issue as well. So... I don't want to be negative. I don't want to sit here and, and, and slate Alfredo, but I still think he's got more sharpness to come to and, he, and he's got more to go. And look, he did have a really bad injury. He's a really nasty injury to recover from. And I think we forget that he was out the best part of six months. Now, it's taken him a wee bit longer than sometimes does with players, but he's somebody that's fighting to try and get a contract as well. If not at Rangers, then somewhere else. So he's he's got to come on to form and got to find his sharpness as well. So what Caroline says, I think, is fair. What I would say to you, Derek, is see, when we came off, when he came off, I thought we lost something up front. I thought we lost a presence. I thought we lost somebody that was holding it up and occupying their defence. So that's something maybe to consider as well. He doesn't have that sharpness finishing, I think, but there was more positives to his all-round game yesterday. With the fact that uh, Cholak and Roof, we don't know the extent of Roof's injury, Stevie, but uh, historically we, we, we shouldn't expect him back uh, anytime soon. Morelos really is the, the only guy up there. Sakala, of course, but he isn't really an out-and-out centre-forward. Would you be inclined to look at strengthening in January, bringing in a, another forward player? I think possibly we were looking at that already, Derek. There's been a few rumours around you know, potential forward acquisitions. So, going to be interesting to see if they speed that up or not. I still think, and you know, I'll become really boring and repetitive, I still think the midfield is number one priority. I still think we have to get some presence in there. I think we have to get a wee bit of flair. Uh, ball carriers we're missing, I think, as well. So, midfield first for me. If, unfortunately, Kamar Roof's going to be out a while, I'm hoping it's maybe just a strain or Awkward landing, couple of days. Mm. You know, hopefully, 
if he's going to be out a while, then we might need to act because with Cholak having this calf issue, that could be a month or so. We've got a lot of games going on. Alfredo, only a couple of weeks ago, Michael Beale was saying he was playing through issues as well. So we might need to it might need to slightly shuffle around our plans there. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, lots of comments come in. Uh, World's Greatest DJ says, good to see Stevie back uh, uh, and feeling better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure everyone uh, echoes that. Um, let's talk goalkeepers, uh, Stevie. Uh, Alan McGregor coming for a bit of stick in the comments here. Brian Moore says, uh, McGregor looking more and more like his age by the game. Made some uh, decent stops in extra time, I've got to say. However, it, it does look, uh, he was stranded for, well, the, the first goal that was uh, disallowed for offside, Miofsky, uh, he's near post. Um, I'm not entirely sure if he, if he just knew it was offside anyway, but he shouldn't be assuming that. Uh, and then the goal itself, he was stranded. Um, the goalkeeper situation is an issue, Stevie, isn't it? Um, it's obviously not going to be addressed this month. Um, are you concerned with the, the current situation uh, for the remainder of the season? I was concerned last year on the goalkeeping situation, Derek. I made a lot of comments last year about it. Um, listen, I thought Alan McGregor made three really good saves yesterday. Um, he had one from Scales and then he had the shot late on, which he dealt with really well. He had a good save from Johnny Hayes, which, in fairness, he should have made. I got a goalkeeper of his standing. I was concerned by the one that was offside. He seems to duck out the way. Is he being a wee bit casual like he is? Mm. And I thought the goal, listen, this may be controversial and people might disagree. I don't think there's a lot he can do with the goal. I think he's caught in no man's land. I don't think the issue is him. I think we've got a misjudgment there from the um, from the fullback and from the centre half. It gets a wee bit lost. I don't think there's much Al McGregor can do. However, bigger picture, we ultimately need to solve that position. I still feel more comfortable when John McLaughlin's in all round. However, he's had a real crisis of confidence when Celtic and then Ajax away, he lost eight goals, he was really shaky. Then Al McGregor comes in and loses just as many in Champions League. So I understand the counter-argument there. I don't want to sit here and be smart, like a Rangers legend, Al McGregor is that. Excuse me. But there's definite issues there. We definitely need to answer that. Long run, potentially. It's interesting he says he's willing to give Robbie McCrory a chance. We really need to see where he stands as well, Derek, if he's capable long run-wise, because he's had a cameo here and there. So I agree with RFC 56 as well. I don't think McLaughlin is good enough long-term. So this is a situation we need to solve. But on yesterday, I don't necessarily think Al McGregor, I don't think there's too much he could have done with the goal. I thought he was decent saves otherwise. So perhaps we've got it more in our psyches because we know that something needs to be done about the situation. But on yesterday, I'm not sure there was much there. Yeah. Um, right, that's, uh, there's some interesting points being raised here. Uh, there was one, uh, Ali Quinn says, uh, McCrory should have got his chance yesterday. And, and Ian Thompson uh, says, agrees with you, Stevie. Aberdeen was a cool finish. Uh, McGregor, not to blame. Um, this is an interesting, we'll touch on this um, because this sparked a bit of debate. I've seen uh, shock horror Michael Stewart defending uh, the challenge. I've seen the clip of it uh, yesterday. Uh, Stewart's challenge was a howler. There was a lot of Aberdeen players that were lucky to stay on the pitch. If it was a pitch, more of a bog. Uh, good summary, Stevie, he says. Uh, couldn't have any complaints, Anthony Stewart. We watched it in real time. It looked a, a real bad one. 
Um, and you, you can't defend that, Stevie. That it's, it's a red all day long for me. Yeah, and I think the key word in in the wording of serious foul play is excessive force. So, I think it was missed time. Look, Sakala's done him with a really good touch, and, and fair credit to Fashion Sakala yesterday. I thought he kept going. I thought he was dangerous. Um, he's been a real live wire the last couple of weeks. Great finish at Taraday's last week. You know, he goes from the sublime to the ridiculous in one moment, Derek. Last week, he followed over the ball. Then he does that. So he is capable of, of both sides of the coin. I thought it was a great touch inside yesterday. Stewart's too close to make that kind of challenge. It, it's excessive, and he hits him really hard. And I wanted to touch on, Derek, something else that's, that's been, if you don't mind, something else that's been in the um, the kind of social media, etc., which was the moment with Ryan Kent where he has a kind of push-out and a hand-slap out. And people are obviously outraged because it's to do with Rangers. It's to do with, you know, us potentially getting a decision. It's not a red card. There's not violent conduct. It's not excessive force. It's petulant. It's a caution. So let's... VAR's not going to get involved because it's not a red card. So we had two moments there, and I think the officials dealt with them both well. Ryan Kent could have possibly got a caution. He could have picked up a moment, but there's no there's no moral outrage there. There's nothing to it, absolutely, at all. It's not a closed fist, hand or push. So both decisions, I thought, officials dealt with really well. I like the referee yesterday. I've said it before. I think he deals with things well. He dealt with the red card really well. It's, it's too close. He's off the ground. So... I thought that Jim Goodwin's comments were really good as well. I thought really honest as well. So I don't think there's much complaints. I thought the officials had good games yesterday. Even though VAR was a bit of a, a kind of nightmare, I thought they dealt with it really well. Two flashpoint moments. I thought they got them both correct. Yeah, uh, and to be fair, I think the comment came in there. Michael Schiff did say it was a straight red uh, uh, afterwards. There's no doubt about it. Um, uh, I thought that the referee in the main, Nick Walsh, had had a decent game. Uh, VR, of course, going off, which was uh, a comedy moment. Uh, Alan Wright says uh, VR shambles. Derek, working, not working, working, cannot make it up. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, that's the first uh, I've ever experienced where uh, the VR uh, goes off. I'm not entirely sure if uh, someone that. Uh, 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 never put the turned it off or, or it stripped over the the plug or whatever. But hey ho, uh, Aldo says uh, every time Derek says Stevie, I just picture Winston and still game. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, and uh, this is an interesting one uh, from Alan McInnes. I'd like to get your point of view on this, Stevie. Uh, Derek, are we the slowest team in taking throw-ins, free kicks, and corners? I could get a bovril and never miss anything. Uh, funnily enough, uh, my dad said this to me uh, yesterday with regards to this, saying that they're so slow in taking uh, throw-ins, uh, free kicks and corners. Uh, would you go along with this? Do you agree with Alan? I didn't notice it too much yesterday. Um, I must admit, even, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm conditioned to that now where that's our style and, and we don't, we're not really fast. And um, I didn't think we were a threat. That's what I would say from from our set pieces yesterday as such. Um, so maybe there's a, there's a point there somewhere. Throw-ins are a real bugbear of mine. I know they are, Josh was as well. And I remember he did a piece um, maybe about a year ago on the website. It was really good. And it talks about, I think it's Arsenal that brought in an actual throw-in set piece coordinator who works on that kind of thing. We I, There was one yesterday where we had a throw-in down the side of the dugout. And... By the time that 
the telly had showed that Aberdeen had the ball back at the other side. So we are frustrating. I think we need to do better and, and certainly retaining the ball for these sort of things. But um, look, I, I think the team needs a wee bit more kind of um, speed to it. It needs a wee bit more um, invention to it overall. So that may be a symptom of what we're seeing. Yeah. Um, uh, right, let's get to, to one or two more uh, here. Uh, uh, just touching on that, that the, the two Ryans better than the two Ronnies. Ronnie Brown gets in touch. Ronnies are always brilliant, uh, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely, Ronnie. Uh, Denzel gets in touch. Uh, morning, Denzel. Uh, no defeats under Beal yet, but a wee bit concerned that we're staggering through games. Uh, and he touches on the, the goalkeeping situation, the uncertainty that goalkeeper isn't helping. you slightly worried at, at, at that. Uh, again, another comeback from behind, another sort of second-half performance. Well, I thought they started well, Rangers, but they're making life a little bit difficult for themselves, Stevie. And Michael Beale touched on that again, that, that sort of the anxiousness. Uh, we asked uh, Ben Davis about it uh, after the game as well, and he says it's not so much that as uh, it's just getting a, a foothold in games and, and taking control early on. They, they are making life difficult for themselves at times, isn't it? Um how, how do you how do you rectify that? I'm not sure if there's a hangover to watch what's happened earlier on in the season, but there there's definite problems. I said that right at the start. I'm I'm concerned about how we we seem to get bogged down in games. Um, our recovery's been good, which is the positive side of it, and they've managed to play their way out of it. But there is a un, uncertainty. I think that's a a good word surrounding how our in, in game performance at times. Um. This uncertainty regarding the goalkeeper, I, do, I, I generally think if you look at it again, I don't think there's an issue over Al McGregor's performance yesterday. I really don't. I think this is something that we have now ingrained in, in ourselves. I really don't think that he was at fault. I don't think he made some good saves. I'm not saying it's more widespread um, or it's not more widespread. It is. But in terms of yesterday, I don't, I don't think that's... I really don't think it's an issue. The uncertainty, During games... Are we confidence-wise still a wee bit shaky? Yes. <clears throat> and you can see why sometimes at half-time uh, we need to reset as such and readjust and then go again. But, you know, yesterday was a semi-final on a difficult pitch, Derek, and it, and it was a real battle. And it's always going to be that against Aberdeen and it's always going to be that on um, in these type of games. So I'm more inclined to, to concentrate on the positives of a big win, Especially in a game like that where we've we've kind of frozen before and not managed. So focus on the positives of yesterday and recovery. Wider terms, I, I, you know, listen, I think we're all sitting here and we all want new faces and we all want reinforcements. Could we get one or two in that make a real difference in-game, stop these positions happening, freshen up the team, give it some more impetus and that? I think, we'd, I think we would all agree there that that's correct. And that's all what we want to see. I wrote a piece about it this morning. I think what we do now in this window in the next couple of weeks will define how this season is going to go. So I, I really think that's where we are. In-game performances, I am I am concerned. Obviously, I am concerned. I think Michael Beale will be concerned as well. But the remedy to fixing that could be who comes in the next couple of weeks and maybe tinkering. There's some players that are struggling for form as well, Derek. Mm. I think it's naive not to say that. There's some players that are really struggling. So we need to try and work them back to their very best as well. And and it, it's kind of, it's an all-round conundrum. Does a couple of new faces lift people? Does it help them? 
Will it help overall performances individually and collectively of the team? I think it might. So what we do the next couple of weeks is really important. Yeah, um, uh, that's that's the comments seem to to uh, to, to uh, back that up. Richie Farlow says uh, the squad needs refreshed. Uh, that's the problem. I think it does need an injection of new faces just to uh, revitalise it for the second half uh, of uh, the season. Uh, on signings, uh, Stevie, uh, we touched on there. Todd Cantwell has been the one that's been heavily linked with with a move to Rangers. Would you be well on board that the, the Cantwell Express? Well, the funny thing about Todd Cantwell is um, I've actually seen quite a bit of Todd Cantwell at Norwich because I spent you know a year watching what Norwich were doing and keeping an eye on on the performances down there. I went to a few of their games. So Todd Cantwell is somebody that's a really um, different midfielder to what we have. He's more of an eight, he's more of a ten, plays off the left side, really good at carrying the ball, um, really good on the ball. He looks for these passes, Derek. He plays in between the lines. Um, he looks to always play it forward. He's he's very kind of intricate that way, and he'll add a forward presence to our midfield. Maybe balance off Tillman on the other side, or play in reverse for him. Would a guy to be on board with it? Look, it's 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 an exciting one in terms of of the type of player he is. However, he's really dipped in this last year, and what we have to try and do. Can we help him rediscover his form, rediscover his trajectory? If we can do that, then the ceiling's massive for this boy and he's got real potential. But at the moment, he's really struggling and he's not quite good enough for where he is. Would he instantly come to Rangers and be good enough? That's a worry. Would it spark him up again? Does he just need a change? So I realise we've got to buy guys... If he was at his potential, we could never afford him because he would be way out of his range. A year ago, he was being linked with massive moves. I understand that. However, we've got to buy guys that we can progress and we can help hit their ceiling and then turn them around and maybe sell them on, etc. So I understand that completely. He's a really interesting one. There's a bit of risk there. But I, I am excited about it. I have asked Derek what he's like in the dressing room. I've asked what he's like on the pitch, and the, and the result back is is really. I spoke to you about this last week. Yeah. It's really positive. He's a, he's a really nice guy. Apparently, he's really good in the dressing room. He's really good on the pitch around the ball. He's somebody that the players like in terms of having him in your team with them. So he's an interesting one. It's, it's good. Michael Beale says that he's the only one I think he's properly admitted. There's um there's there's interest in. So he's going to be one that that's really going to be interesting to to see where it goes. Is he going to be the only one? I think we need slightly more than, than just him. But if you can bring him in, maybe an hour forward, maybe a centre half and things, I think we'll be there and thereabouts. But I said this this morning as well. You know, we're talking about positions coming in. There's not a position in our team, Derek, where you would maybe turn a player away. So whatever business we do this, this, this January is going to be really important. There's some positions that are more urgent than others. And Todd Cantwell can be a really interesting one. But again, it comes with a degree of risk. So if there's a deal to be done there, I'm on board with this one, Derek. I haven't researched it a wee bit, I haven't looked into it. But it's an exciting one. It's it's still, it's one of those ones that, that has a degree of risk. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, every signing uh, does come with a degree of risk. Uh, Colin Cooper says, uh, don't mind him taking time in transfers as long as, as it's the right fit for the team. Of course, Michael Beale said he doesn't want short-term uh, signings uh, or loans. He wants uh, players that are going to 
help improve the team uh, for the next uh, few seasons. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what ha what develops in the next week. I'd imagine we'll uh, get a clearer picture on incomings uh, in the next uh, few days. Andy Mitchell gets in touch. Any news on Red fans return? I asked Michael Beale this at the tail end of last week, uh, three to four weeks away. Uh, he told me with regards to Ridvan, of course, he suffered the, the worst possible hamstring injury you can, you can suffer, unfortunately, such as uh, our luck at the moment. Uh, and positive vibe, talking about bad luck, I can't believe Roof comes on and scored and then gets uh, injured again. Uh, that's Kima Roof, uh, Stevie. Uh, what a finish it was, to, to be fair, from him. Uh, that's it, to pick up the space in, in the box, a heavily congested Aberdeen box, and just uh, slot the ball home calmly. Uh, and Cooley was uh, was uh, totally Kimar Roof, uh, as was his his fall as well. I'm sure. I think he's going for a scan today, uh, and we'll get a clearer picture. Um, but it's unfortunately it's just uh, Kimar Roof. We just have to put up with it. Listen, if it's not dislocated and it's not broken, surely it should only be a couple of weeks, if most. Surely, if it's a wee strain or a bruise or whatever, he should be able to play through it. I'm hopeful. Come on, look, he he, de he deserves a wee bit of luck as well. He's a cracking finisher. We need to try somehow to get him fit if we can't move him on. Or or he is part of of Michael Beale's overall plans, then we need to try and maximise and get him fit and get him playing. His finish is excellent. That's what I mean, though, about the cross. All he needs to do is steer it, which he does really well. He just uses the power to, to, to send it in. Really delighted for him. He's not, probably, arguably, naturally the best finisher we have, or certainly was until Antonio Cholak arrived in the summer. But he's a wee bit more, I think he's a wee bit more around the box and can carry himself a wee bit better than maybe Antonio Cholak can. So it's just it's so disappointing. Um, it would have been just his luck to, to get a, a really bad injury, which we hope he's not and we hope he's avoided. So... It's just I feel like I've said it all about him, Derek. Um, he's a player that I like. He's a he's a player that just somehow just need to get him fit. I don't know if you just wrap him in bubble wrap, you know, and just keep him keep him away from everybody and everything. So, um, I it's a, it's a really difficult one. Great finish, great to see him back on the pitch. Let's hope it's not long term. Yeah, uh, and uh, Sonny Boy said that uh, Roof looks sharp and in good condition uh, prior to his injury, uh, and, and the Roof is so unlucky, says a uh, uh, positive vibe. And you can, uh, of course, you can uh, help the channel, support it with a uh, super super chat, I think it is, it's where you can uh, donate money, and it's very much appreciated. Uh, Sadikar's seventh legion has done just that. He says, uh, Roof, a hurry uh, and come back with huge shin guards uh, as well. Um, good, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Bubble Wrap is a is, is a fair suggestion, Stevie, um, because he has had his uh, uh, an unlucky, really unlucky spell uh, with injuries. Uh, Rangers, there's no doubt about it. He falls very much in the Hollander bracket for me. When on his day, I think Hollander it could be arguably that Rangers' uh, best out and out defender for me. Uh, Roof is, is the best finisher at the club, uh, but unfortunately, he's been on the treatment table more often than he's been on the pitch, which has uh, been uh, the, the problem really over the last. Uh, a few seasons. Um, okay, folks, I think that'll do us there. Thanks very much to Stevie for, for joining us again. Thank you, Stevie. No, thanks, Derek. Great to be back on, and uh, thanks for all the comments and everybody that's been watched. Um, as I said, just nice to be back on, Derek. It's been a bit of a kind of rough few weeks with this kind of virus thing, and, and so um, really glad to be back on talking to everybody, and, and well done to Michael Beale and the team yesterday, and the recent run. It's been good, so let's hope
we can kick on, get a few new signings and keep the positivity going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, OK, folks, um, we'll be back again tomorrow. Just a, a quick word on our offer we've got on the website just now. You can see the little ticker below, just £2 for two months' worth of content. Go and head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. And if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, that's totally free. You can see the banner on your screen there. Uh, I think uh, approaching 11,000, if I'm not, not mistaken now, subscribers, which is uh, fantastic. Um, so you can go and do that uh, as well. You'll never miss a video when we go live. Um, okay, we'll be back again tomorrow, but until then, enjoy the rest of your Monday. Bye for now.